welcome back to my pot. That's not what I say. Hello, my <laughs> hello. My name is India. Um, welcome back to my podcast. That's not what I say either. Hold on. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. Honest with myself. My name is India, and I'm your host. Um, and I believe this is episode four. Um, my last episode came out Wednesday, and it was pre-recorded. So I really feel like I haven't just sat down and talk with you guys in a long time even though it hasn't even been that long for real but um I don't really have a name for this episode I guess I'll come up with one by the end but I really wanted to touch on um I have a friend on Facebook and he posted a question and it was uh along the lines of like why do people stay in toxic relationships like why don't they just leave and usually I'm the type to just scroll past. Um, I'm only on Facebook to really share memes and I disappear for like months at a time. But because I have this podcast and I'm trying to reach a specific audience, I felt like what better way to get my foot in the door than to um, to really just leave my two cents. And then I'm um and then what am I talking about and then and I'm really glad that I did because I had some good feedback from it I had one girl she was like you know I would like for you to be my mentor like you know you you said some really valid things and I I promise you only made two points and it wasn't even in detail so um I'm gonna hop right into giving you guys my answer that I gave them and then just going deeper into those so The first point that I made was the fact that we hold on to potential, whether it's potential we feel like we see in that person or the situation or potential that, you know, I know we've been good before, but something happened along the way and now we're not good. But I know that we can get back to being at that that point that we were at. So the thing about both of those is um, seeing potential that we have not yet experienced from that person is a dangerous thing because just because we see that potential doesn't mean that's something they'll ever live up to or something that they even see for themselves you know and we kind of use it as like a a blanket like a a safety net for okay I know that right now we're going through this and right now that this person is showing me this but I can see that they can be better all we got to do is fix this problem and it seems so easy when you when you just lay it out, you know, put it in layman's terms. But you can't get nobody to fix what they want don't even see as an issue. All right? So you holding on to that potential is just you holding yourself back. And then the thing about um, the potential and, okay, I know we've been good before. I know we can be good again. The thing is, the way that relationship started could have been a scam. <laughs> They were probably red flags the entire time, but they looked so neon green to you because you were holding on to that potential or, you know, you you were sugarcoating it in your head because you really wanted this to work. Or maybe you were a victim or maybe you were the person love bombing. I just truthfully learned what love bombing really is and it is a really scary thing. But the part, the way I liked the way that it was explained And he was like, you know, basically, this is another podcaster that I was listening to. He was like, basically, a person will love bomb you, right? They will make you feel like, okay, 
this relationship is good. This person is good. They do all these good things to and for me. You know, I know that this person can be this way. So when they decide to stop impressing you and they start showing you who they really are, they can manipulate you with, remember the time that the, the relationship was good. You know, remember what I did do for you. Like, yeah, I just cheated on you and had two kids. But remember what I did for you that time? Like they, they use it as a crutch, as a, as a way to manipulate you and to believe in that, yeah, I just messed up. But remember that time I didn't? Remember what I did for you? You know, you, you I, I, I bought you all this stuff. I gave you all this money. I put you in this nice car, this nice house. So you're going to pay attention to the wrong I just did? Like, when they put it that way, it made so much more sense to me. Like, love bombing is used as a way to lure you in. And when they start really being themselves, you believe that, oh, we're just going through something. This is a really good person, so let me stick around. It's a way to manipulate you. So that was my first point. You know, we hold on to the potential. My second point was um, we're often convinced that the issues lie within us. And that if we just continue to work on those issues, then the relationship will get better. The problem with that is, first of all, and I'm going to say this, I am not... A therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I do not have the ability to diagnose people. I, I don't label anybody. But I know the term narcissist gets thrown around a lot, right? But I'm not gonna call anybody a narcissist. What I say, because delivery for me is key, and delivery mean you know it oftentimes means your choice of words. I'm going to say narcissistic traits, okay? Oftentimes, people who display those narcissistic traits, they will gaslight you into believing that you are the problem. All right. All of the issues lie within yourself. You need to look into you. You need to fix that. And the purpose for that is you're so busy working on all this stuff within yourself that you don't have time to come back and be like, well, hey. You need to work on this, this, and this. You're part of the problem too. They don't have to face themselves. And they don't have to hold themselves accountable for the part that they play in it. Because for all you know, you're the issue. You're causing me to be this way. So if you fix it, then my part is fixed. And then the relationship is fixed. But really, it's just another, it's just year after year of you constantly fixing this, fixing that, fixing this, and fixing that. And it's never good enough. Because it's not just you. It takes two to tango. And um, another thing with that is. It's frustrating because they'll tell you. You know. you know, This is what you need to fix. And then you go and fix it. You fix it to the way that they said it should be. And then they pretend like you didn't make no progress. They pretend like. Oh yeah. You might have. You know. Made a little progress in that department. You're better than you were. But you could still be better. But see, you still got all these other issues. They're, they're just constantly avoiding the part that they play in it. They're just refusing to hold themselves accountable. Like, you're literally the only problem. If they react a certain way, it's because you caused them to. If they go and they cheat on you, it's because you caused them to. <laughs> um, and that's another thing. Like, with people who have narcissistic traits. You know, I gotta watch what I say. Um, they will do 
wrong. Like, like what I just, they'll cheat on you, right? And they will basically, like, guilt trip you. Like, they'll shame you into forgiving them. Like, oh, you know I was going through this. Or, you know, um, I'm human. Uh, I was in an emotional state. I wasn't thinking clear. Like, they got all these excuses in the book as to why is justified right and why you should forgive them and if you don't forgive them that's a whole nother problem in itself all right don't you dare bring up what they did because that's another issue and you're the problem all right (laughs) um but when the tables turn and you could if you do something to them it doesn't even have to be as bad as what they did to you every excuse that they use you can't use that it's not valid you're not allowed to be human. You're not allowed to go through something. You're not allowed to, to be emotionally unstable and do something messed up. It won't count. It won't count for you the way it counted for them. All they know is you're the problem. You should have never did this to me. You should have thought about it. You should have, you know, had your head on straight. But when it was them, they needed all the leeway, right? So that's that's just the whole thing in itself. But back to the question. And those are the two answers that I gave. But another answer that I didn't even get to, which is, I think, a a really big one that um, anybody who has been in a a situation where, you know, you were in an emotionally or mentally or abusive relationship. It doesn't have to be like a it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Just anyone at all where you stuck around. But, you know, the most popular one is the romantic relationship. It could be because this person and these problems are familiar you know that's another safety blanket we use you know the thing about it dating is extremely scary and I've used this a lot you know my my children obviously know this person you know it's my son's dad um um just using an example so I wouldn't want to go and date with children because I could be running into a child molester um, or I could be running into a freaking uh, a murderer is going to take me out in front of my kids or something. I don't know. Not to speak that up. Not to speak that up. I do not accept that at all. But we oftentimes tell ourselves, you know, this situation is a lot safer than what could be worse that we can run into. And we kind of psych ourselves out of growth because we say, okay, well, at least I know the problems here. At least I know this person. You know, I should just stay and try to work it out with them. Maybe one day it'll get better. It'll get better. So those were pretty much the three main points. I I really can't think of any other points because this is just what I know has kept me based off experience. The potential um, believing that if I fix things within myself, that the relationship will then start to get better. Um, and then the third one is it's familiar, you know, staying in a familiar place just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's comfortable. It's good. You know, like, yeah, I know how these problems will play out or at least you think, because if you knew how this person was from the start, nine times out of 10, you wouldn't even be in a relationship with them. But you know, like I said, those red flags looked really neon green. Um, but yeah, those are the three that, based off experience, I know. Um, I knew I do know that some people are quite literally just forced to stay because they their life is threatened, and in those situations, you need to 
seek help. I know that there are like, you know, I'm not going to say them, but you know, there are secret ways that women are able to get help to get out of situations. And if you are in that situation, I advise you to look up your area's protocol for, you know, women in those situations who need to get out um, anonymously. And I do wish you well on that. Um, but yeah, so this episode is going to be a little bit short because I really just wanted to come and share that with you guys because that is a really, really important topic, especially with, um, there's so many cases of domestic violence situations turning deadly. Like I have seen like an uptick in men or women murdering their partners. Um, I know it's something that's been around a lot, but you know, the YouTube channels that I, I watch and just on TikTok, it has been happening a lot more than I've ever seen before in my 23 years of life. Um, but I, that's something that I also could relate to. I could actually give an answer to that. And those three that I gave were all three that I held on to. Um, and I, part of recently, very recently is still holding on to, but once you start to love yourself, and I know it's so cliche (laughs) to, to constantly say, but I promise you loving yourself, finding yourself, finding that balance within you eliminates a lot of that. It lowers your tolerance for so much. Those red flags won't look nothing Look, won't look like anything else besides what they really are. You know, the red flags are red. The green flags are green. Probably a little scary looking because we're not used to it. But they're green. They're the real green. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. um, That was pretty much it for this episode. I got like 10 other topics that I'm trying so desperately not to jump onto. I've record, re- I recorded this like three times because I kept jumping to different topics. And I was burning myself out. <laughs> so yeah, with that being said, um, remember that healing isn't linear. Neither is this podcast. And um, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.